I'm Father Paul Donison, and this is Praying with the Saints. Each episode will contain a shortened evening prayer service and also an opportunity for me to share a story from the life of a saint, an ordinary Christian like you and me who sought to follow Jesus in their generation. We're using the Book of Common Prayer 2019, and you can download the liturgy sheet off our website. And if you have a BCP 2019, you can turn to page 41, where evening prayer begins. But some of you will already have these words memorized. And for others, perhaps you'll simply want to listen and have these words prayed over you tonight. And we're encouraging you to share it with others. Tonight we hear the story of a French saint named Jean, who made an enormous theological impact on the church, the story of John Calvin. Let us quiet our hearts before God. Jesus spoke to them saying, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Let us humbly confess our sins to Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from your ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against your holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done, and apart from your grace there is no health in us. O Lord, have mercy upon us. Spare all those who confess their faults. Restore all those who are penitent, according to your promises declared to all people in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may now live a godly, righteous, and sober life to the glory of your holy name. Amen. Hear these words of absolution and comfort. The Almighty and merciful Lord grant you absolution and remission of all your sins, true repentance, amendment of life, and the grace and consolation of his Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord, open our lips, and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Our psalm this evening is Psalm 69 on page 354 of the prayer book. Save me, O God, for the waters have come up even to my neck. I sink down in the deep mire where there is no ground. I have come into deep waters so that the floods run over me. I am weary of crying. My throat is dry. My sight fails me from waiting so long for my God. Those who hate me without a cause are more than the hairs of my head. Those who are my enemies and would destroy me wrongfully are mighty. They bid me restore things I never took. O God, you know my foolishness and my faults are not hidden from you. Let not those who trust in you, O Lord God of hosts, be ashamed because of me. Let not those who seek you be confounded through me, O God of Israel. Continuing at verse 30. As for me, when I am poor and in pain, your help, O God, shall lift me up. I will praise the name of God with a song and magnify it with thanksgiving. This also shall please the Lord, more than an ox or a bullock that has horns and hooves. 
The humble shall consider this and be glad. Seek after God, and your hearts shall live. For the Lord hears the poor and does not despise his prisoners. Let heaven and earth praise him, the sea and all that moves therein. For God will save Zion and build the cities of Judah, that they may dwell there and have it in possession. The posterity of his servants shall inherit it, and those who love his name shall dwell therein. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Tonight, let me tell you my favorite story from the life of John Calvin. John Calvin was born in France in 1509 to a devout Roman Catholic family. He excelled in school and earned a master's degree by the age of 19. I can't even remember what I was doing at the age of 19. John Calvin studied law, but after his Protestant awakening at age 25, he moved to study theology. And his most monumental work was the Institutes of the Christian Religion, a Protestant systematic theology. That when I was in seminary, all my Presbyterian and Christian Reformed Church friends at seminary had to study it fully. It's a huge, monumental work. I just got to pick at it. But it is an incredible systematic theology. And for the context of the story I want to tell you tonight, Calvin, along with being a preacher and a theologian, was also a civic leader in Geneva. And just like our reading from Acts chapter 4, Geneva was a experiment in how a Christian state, these city-states from the 16th century, how a Christian city-state could care for its people, according to the gospel. See, Calvin, with his leadership in Geneva, helped build hospitals, ministries for the poor, orphans, widows, and helped build new industries to employ people. And my favorite story of Calvin shows how much he loved his people, and how much he loved the scriptures. See, a key moment in Calvin's life is that he was, in fact, exiled from Geneva for three years. It was all because Calvin refused to use unleavened bread on Easter Sunday. And you want to say, seriously, this is a exile because of unleavened bread? And Calvin's issue was not that he had a problem with the question of leavened or unleavened bread, but at the heart, his concern was that the secular authorities of the city were trying to manage the church's practices. And so he disobeyed the city council and was exiled and spent three years in Strasbourg with his friend Martin Bucer. And it was a happy time in Strasbourg for Calvin. No longer was he facing all the conflict he'd had on a daily basis when he was pastoring in Geneva. And also during that time in Strasbourg, he married Idolette, his wife. But after three years, an emissary from Geneva came and pleaded with John to return. They needed his leadership. And Calvin at the time confided to a friend, thinking back over how many troubles he dealt with on a daily basis when he was in Geneva, he said of this request for him to return, rather would I submit to death a hundred times than to that cross 
on which I had to perish daily a thousand times over. But John Calvin did return to Geneva. And on his first Sunday back, he stood up to preach in his Genevan pulpit, and it would have been a golden opportunity for Calvin to reprimand the Genevans for banishing him in the first place or to gloat at their desperate need for him now. But he did nothing of the sort. Instead, when he rose to preach, he picked up exactly where he had left off in the book of Psalms three years prior and continued his sermon series as if nothing had happened whatsoever. It makes me think of the words from 1 Peter chapter 5. So I exhort the elders among you, as a fellow elder and a witness of the sufferings of Christ, as well as a partaker in the glory that is going to be revealed, shepherd the flock of God that is among you, exercising oversight, not under compulsion but willingly, as God would have you, not for shameful gain, but eagerly, not domineering over those in your charge, but being examples to the flock. And when the chief shepherd appears, you will receive the unfading crown of glory. This is my favorite story from the life of John Calvin. The story of an ordinary saint who God empowered to impact his generation with the gospel. May his story remind us that God is still in the business of empowering ordinary saints today. Let us confess we believe in the words of the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Lord, have mercy upon us. Christ, have mercy upon us. Lord, have mercy upon us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show your mercy upon us, and grant us your salvation. O Lord, guide those who govern us, and lead us in the way of justice and truth. Clothe your ministers with righteousness, and let your people sing with joy. O Lord, save your people, and bless your inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord, and defend us by your mighty power. Let not the needy, O Lord, be forgotten, nor the hope of the poor be taken away. 
Create in us clean hearts, O God, and take not your Holy Spirit from us. A Collect for Peace O God, the source of all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works, give to your servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey your commandments, and that we, being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness through the merits of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. A Collect for Aid Against Perils Lighten our darkness, we beseech you, O Lord, and by your great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night, for the love of your only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. A Night Prayer Keep watch, dear Lord, with those who work or watch or weep this night, and give your angels charge over those who sleep. Tend the sick, Lord Christ. Give rest to the weary. Bless the dying. Soothe the suffering. Pity the afflicted. Shield the joyous. And all for your love's sake. Amen. And let us conclude tonight with the collect for John Calvin's commemoration. O God, by your grace, your servant John Calvin, kindled by the flame of your love, became a burning and shining light in your church, turning pride into humility and error into truth. Grant that we may be set aflame with the same spirit of love and discipline and walk before you as children of light, Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all evermore. Amen. This concludes this evening's podcast, and I'm glad you joined us for Praying with the Saints. If this prayer podcast has blessed you, we encourage you to subscribe at ChristChurchPlano.org, and we encourage you to share this with your friends. I'm Father Paul Donison, and I'm looking forward to praying with you next time. Until then, I pray that you would have a peaceful night and a perfect rest.